Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hustlers, we know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you. Introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share podcast is brought to you by Send It Philippines. Send It is the leading payment gateway in the Philippines. Allow your business to accept payments seamlessly from cards, e-wallets, retail outlets, and local banks. For more information, visit sendit.co. Also powered by PDAX. PDAX is a homegrown cryptocurrency exchange that offers the best rates among local cryptocurrency exchanges. Download the PDAX app now on the Google Play Store, App Store, or Huawei App Gallery. Start trading Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies for as low as 50 pesos by signing up on podlink.co slash hustlesharepdax. Also by Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Sign up now at podmetrics.co for free and use the code hustleshare. I just go back to the what, what do you think your user will be, right? From your organic base, just alone. Who are your users, right? And from there, craft your story, craft your message, what works best, and that's what you will be putting out to our users as well. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now, here's your host, Ron Sturbetyong. Welcome to the latest episode of the Share Podcast. We are with such an amazing app that, again, allow people to really get their stuff done and do user acquisition as well. And again, this you, you probably heard of this app, but you, you haven't uh, really you know fully understood what I have, of course. Uh, but I want to understand now how this app was able to scale in the Philippines and Southeast Asia. Now, before we get carried away, I need to welcome the guys from Share It, Ms. July Palafox and Lester Lim of Share It. July and Lester, Hello, everyone. All right. Hi, Ron. Hi, Lester. All right. Um, so, guys, I want to understand now, again, before uh, I, I say too many stuff because of my excitement, I need to ask you the million-dollar question. Guys, what's your hustle? Uh, currently, uh, I lead the Philippines team and office. Uh-huh. So my hassle has always been to help startup companies such as ShareIt 
uh, open doors and networks in the Philippines or maybe sustain the businesses that they've started overseas. So since October with Charit, I actually uh, celebrated my first year anniversary with the company oh, yesterday. So wow. since then, I've been helping the company educate brands on how to use Shareit, on how it is beyond face value, mm-hmm. and also, you know, how we can help them convert our 40 million active users uh, to be their users as well. So we share our users. So in the Philippines, again, just to highlight that part, we have 40 million active users and you don't even know it, Ron, I guess. That, that's, that's what blows me away. 40 million uh, yeah. monthly active users. <laughs> How Correct. many apps already even have that? That's, a, that's unicorn play, that, 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 that type of user base. But uh, before I, we ride our handy-dandy hustle shared time machine, just to really d- double down, 40 million users. Lester, what does exact what does share it exactly do to dumb it down and to be very very specific on what the app does and how it's able to garner forty million users? All right. Um, well, share it first and foremost is a file sharing app. Yeah. Users come to share it to send files, um, mm-hmm. whether apps, videos, music, and all that content from their phone. Like tons of people use it, even you know, transferring files from an Android phone to an iOS. It's kind of like AirDrop for Android, you know. Mm. Uh, that's how you actually um, look into it, and mm. then eventually we evolved into a one-stop entertainment platform where we also have a short-term video and a game center for our gamers to play Asian wow. mobile games. There. That's amazing, <laughs> and I can just imagine while you're saying this, man. Their back end must be crazy as hell. Because it's like <laughs> that's just, just just imagine the type of traffic and the type of you know uh, infra that you guys are passing around within that network of just even a thousand. It's already mind boggling. What more for forty million? That's crazy. But before I get carried away, I need y'all to buckle up because we need to ride the hustle share time machine. <laughs> All right. There's not 40 million people who's been able to ride this. There's only probably select 100. But I want to understand now, before you now got into the game of enabling people, how to share, you know, users, files, wherever that may be, I want to understand what was your life like growing up and what were your early influences in your hustle that you guys are doing? Uh, July, I'd start with you. Okay, so I am a 90s kid, so internet was not yet um, an impact. So I just have this uh, passion for communication. Like I like getting messages across. I like representing team at team to send their messages until uh, the, the internet came. So I developed that same passion on internet. I had always wanted uh, to do things that has connection with it, that has connection with uh, connectivity. So I think uh, I worked I worked towards that direction. I left the mainstream marketing back in 2010 to join the um, uh, first uh, ever Facebook ad sales partner in Asia. Wow. So we introduced that technology here. In the Philippines, I was also part of the pioneering team uh, in Asia and also in the Philippines. Before ShareIt, I thought it was all about internet and connectivity. It is only with ShareIt that I was able to prove that technology can run even without the internet. ShareIt is uh, an application that you can actually use with or without an internet connection online and offline. That is amazing. All right. But before we go all the way into completely blowing our minds and how you guys are able to do that, let's go all the way back again. One more lap for Lester this time. So Lester, I want to understand your, your journey into, again, helping enable this, this, this thing. Because again, it's, it's, it's hard uh, to get into this type of business without a solid foundational background. Walk us through what was that, what was your career like? Pre-share it and how did you... Uh, accumulate those skills that you needed to thrive in your role and, and share it? All right. So, yeah, with me, I, I think uh, what's interesting about my journey, 
for several years, my hustle has really been about advocating for connectivity. And that in connectivity, connectivity in a sense of you know having that connection by internet hardline coming from an engineering background that was mm. my life right okay um, and then eventually when i uh, i tried to explore other career paths i stumbled upon uh, an opportunity to actually work with um Go for okay. apis wow and that's a uh, different connectivity in a sense that <laughs> it's really more about connecting uh two platforms together to actually make it work, to 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 have that digital uh, connectivity between the users and the app uh, itself, right? Mm. And I think uh, that also complements my journey now with Shared in a sense that um, the the what we're trying to um, to um, boost right now is our ability to actually boost boost their uh, digital presence through uh, our tons of users uh, in the Philippines. And that's something that we, we've been very proud of. And hopefully we can continue to grow as we uh, um, stay here and um, grow more in the Philippines. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And again, um, there's one thing about your life, please share it. And again, you, you, you were at a, at a precipice of creating tech early for its time. Now, most startups that I know, and I've been a victim of this, don't make it until their golden age because again they're the market's either not ready they run out of money there's a lot of ways you can die as a startup right but one thing that's important before you can fully optimize and fully automate like what you said with 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 facebook before uh july you have to weather the early storm of that persistent constant pitching for people to understand what the hell you're actually trying to do Especially if it's something new, walk me through how you guys did that before. That you know, because I'm pretty sure that would uh, that will come in handy when share it eventually. But how did you push through those initial walls of like people not under understanding what you're trying to do? That it's not DIY. That you're gonna have to handhold them a little a little bit. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of startup founders and a lot of startup people that listen to this podcast um, go through that a lot. And it would be helpful if you guys can walk us through how did you, you know, jump through those those little hoops. Oh, thank you, Ron. I think everything has to start with a good product. Like, you know, you can keep selling. We can uh, keep saying to ourselves, patience, in, uh, patience is key in educating the partners, the clients. But uh, the bottom line always is having a good product. And uh, the second would be having a good product knowledge so that when you face your clients, your partners, you, you know what you're talking about and you create a clear and colorful picture um, about the product itself. So you have to keep educating them uh, until such time that, you know, they test out the platform with you. And um, after the testing, of course, numbers have to be delivered. That's why we're going to be, uh, we're going to go back to that first point we're in. You have to have a good product. You have to have a product that really works. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of product, I think this is Lester's hustle pre pre share it with creating products, API, you know, back end kind of stuff, and that's what builds good product. If you don't have a good back end, good luck trying to scale something, you know, because <laughs> you cannot really hide uh, a good pro- a bad product under a you know a, ba- a good front end. You know, your people will 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 see it, and eventually things will break. But other than having good product. I want to understand on the other side of the fence, because especially if you're building product that is enterprise grade or B2B centric, how did you now, um, wh- wh- how do you get buy-in? Because regardless, of, sometimes it, it takes two to tango, that you have the best product available. But if on the other side of the fence, those people behind the, whoever you're pitching is either not the decision maker or we're ha- going to have to go through bureaucracy, that sales cycle might take forever before you even get that out of the out of the, the garage, right? How did you guys do that prior uh, to share it? That again will come in handy eventually once you uh, con- congregate within share it already, Lester. Well, uh, really complementing a solid product knowledge. You know, of course, having that good product um, knowledge and making sure that your product actually works 
is essential mm. to what you want to do uh, to make it work, right? And I think to come to make sure that it is being delivered or it's something that you can offer to the market, you also have to think um, like how your brand partners perceive you. And then you have to be very, very clear about their brand story and their maturity and level in that space. Because at the end of the day, you, you have to understand where they are at their journey and how you can actually you know, level with them in terms of how you can push the product at the right places at the right time and actually just like maybe not even offer all of what we can offer, but maybe just offer certain um, solutions that would actually help them at that time of their journey, right? So that's usually, usually what we do. It's really going back to the core of what we want to do eventually and how we can connect the dots to our product. All right, sounds good. Now let's take our first break and when we come back, I want to now find out how do you jump together in the middle of pandemic and join and share it and you, I'll have you guys describe what that experience was like. We'll talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's been over a year and a half since the pandemic has started and completely bamboozled us because it changed and altered how business is done in the Philippines. But if there's a silver lining that I've seen, the businesses and startups that thrive now are those who are not just digital, but also make it easy for their customers to pay them. And the thing is, no matter how great you think your product is, your startup won't scale and achieve real product market fit if you don't do an omni-channel approach in getting your customers' payments. Now, we've discussed so many options of how to get that done in this podcast already. However, what if you can just get that done using just one product? And that's why I highly recommend that you guys use Sendit. Sendit Philippines is the leading payment gateway in the country, and they allow businesses to painlessly and seamlessly accept payments from their customers. And these payment channels include credit cards, direct debit, e-wallets like Gcash, PayMy, and GrabPay, retail outlets, and pay later. Now, I'm not going to recommend this if we are not a user ourselves. We use Sendit in Podcast Network Asia and getting payments from our sponsors and also disbursing money to our podcasters. Now, it's not just us because there's a lot of legit Filipino startups that achieve scale that are using Sendit to get this done, just like our friends from Kumu. Now, if you're interested to use it for your business or your startup, we're going to make it very easy for you to get started because you are a listener of HustleShare. And that's why we're going to give you access to Sendit's SME program, which just send its org-wide initiative to help our SME customers grow and scale. Through this program, they will waive up to 1.6 million pesos per business and free transactions just by signing up today. And it's only applicable to new Sendit merchants and for transactions excluding cards. So if you're interested, just click the link in the description box of this episode to find out how to join. So if you have a business or startup that's gaining momentum now, I highly suggest you start investing in this infrastructure like Sendit to allow you to scale, not just now, but for a post-pandemic world. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, 
the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph. That's saschallenge.ph. And good luck and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We are still with Lester Lim and July Palafox again, who told us what their hustle pre-share it is. Now it's time to get blown away. 40 million users. That is at least 30 to 40% of the Filipino population. I have never heard of, I've never had a guest here who had that big of a user base. Let me now understand first, because I think you share it already had this user base before you guys came in. How in the hell did this even happen? Because one million, that's already like commend, commend, commendable. I, I know some platforms that has a million users here, a couple million, and they're already amazingly, like in terms of their valuation, the type of milestone. But 40 million, how did that even work? This goes to show how effective the, the product is, uh, coming back to what I said earlier. So initially... Ferret is a utility application that works online and offline. So just imagine in a country like Philippines, where internet has always been a challenge, imagine an application that you can use to transfer your files, your music, even your application. Maybe that's something that you don't know yet, Ron, but you can use ShareIt and sharing applications to other, other people. So it's a big... Um, relief when you know you don't have to connect to the play store connect to the internet go to the play store find your application i i think it um it all started with that being an efficient product and of course having uh, a very creative and talented talented team behind it um of course with a massive data coming in and out of an application you need to have the best engineers the best developers to make sure that everything is just uh, in place. Got it. Wow, that's amazing. And I want to now understand: having forty million users is not an accident. You can't. You don't get forty million users just by again, just just by making chamba out of it. There's something within your user loop that allows users to scale. Because again, even if I want to share it, but if the user doesn't have share it, how the hell do you do that? And this is basically word, word of mouth on steroids. How did you amass that, that type of user base and that behavior of getting more people to keep download, uh, downloading the app? Because at 40 million, this is not just a whatever, uh, I'd, I like the app. This is a must-have already. This is an essential app at 40 million users in the Philippines. What, was there some intentional product uh, designs that your product uh, tweaks that you guys did to allow this type of growth to happen? Well, I think the, the growth itself, I think it's interesting about it. It's uh, it's very organic in the sense that we didn't actually invest in any marketing, uh, any user acquisition efforts. It's all um, word, by, word of mouth where um, the value proposition of shared, of file, enabling users to share files, that in itself has been able to uh, garner the right users for us to to scale uh, this much in the last, I think, you know, five, six years or more. And uh, other than that, it, you know, um, it also, uh, the, the, the thing that really makes it more interesting is we've also become a, a one-stop entertainment uh, platform where mm. we don't necessarily just uh, share files anymore. And a lot of users do this during their commutes and all. They watch videos offline through ShareIt. They even play games and share it. So this is something that we've been trying to do uh, for the longest time is really looking back or going back to the user 
you, our users themselves and what they want. And um, with the current state of you know connectivity here, it also makes sense for a lot of users to look into it as a as a form of entertainment or a form of um, um, of uh, an alternative means of how what they can do during their free times, right? Absolutely. And here's here's what also bothered. I, I'm sold. I'm sold on the on the functionality. You know, it, it's quite easy to understand. And if, I'm pretty sure a lot of the HustleShare listeners on this episode would end up downloading the app if they don't have it yet. But here's what boggles me. And I, in peer-to-peer type of business model, C2C, it's, the, the money, the, 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 the business model is hard to come by. How does ShareIt make money? And how do you, how do you reinvest that value back into the user? So as mentioned earlier, we were able to devise a way to share our users. So if you are a marketer, you're an advertiser, uh, we will, you know, we kind of leverage on the 40 million monthly active users that we have. So the pitch is we have this number of users. You can be, they can be your users as well. So yeah, that's why I mentioned also earlier, we have this capability of, um, sharing application using uh, share it so we found out in our system in our records also that every time a user uses share it in sharing files to another user the the ripple effect is 16 times from the first time it was used by a user so yeah it could be through recommendation through word of mouth or just the need to um, move all files from an old phone to a new phone. Uh, the most uh, under-monetized platform because, you know, it mm-hmm. has this capability uh, in the Philippines, but, you know, formally, uh, it was uh, only introduced, uh, at least for the Dipper solutions, it was only started uh, getting introduced to the market last year. That's Had I amazing. not met the Sherry team, I wouldn't have know how powerful it is. And you know, I've been very confident in uh, selling the, the the platform. As uh, shared earlier, I've joined Ad Networks. I've joined this power uh, powerful right. platform, and uh, I can give you know a very significant um, distinctions. Correct. And again, um, typically networks are built one is to one. But if you're able to amplify a platform or jump into a platform that will give you that ability to, again, have your SDK download into a phone, that's a growth hack in just one snap. But that's amazing in terms of you know getting the, that much user base. So you have that, you, people can take advantage of it in a way where they can piggyback on having that user base. But if you have that user base and you don't get to keep them and make sure that at least, you know, they keep using the app. I want to understand if you're saying 40 million and they're 40 million monthly active users and you get to retain them, that is unheard of. How do you make sure that these people keep using your app monthly, month on month? Because again, I always say it in this podcast, it's easy, it's easier to acquire users. But it's hard to keep them from churning, making sure that they stay and keep using your app over and over and over again. How do you guys do that? Uh, so, Ron, imagine the sophistication of AirDrop for iPhones. Mm. So, we kind of have that on Share It, only more, it's even more agnostic because you cannot just, wow. uh, you cannot only use it for phones. Uh, you can transfer files from your phone, which is an Android phone, to mm. an iPhone, for example, uh, from your phone to a laptop and vice versa, whether it's uh, a Microsoft-based or uh, Apple uh, laptop. So mm. I think it's about the convenience and it's about the need for a product. Like everybody needs to share files conveniently and yeah. everybody needs to share files with or without the internet. So uh, I think that makes the big difference. Okay, now I'll talk to Lester on on, on the hard parts because uh, despite all these amazing things, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some really hard stuff you're going to have to overcome, especially Lester is doing the partnership side. 
Because I'm pretty sure, again, like, what? There's 40 million users and you share it. And people don't know it. And you're, it's, you're the evangelist now to make sure that these partnerships really come to fruition. What are the hardest things that you guys are working on? Uh, and how do you overcome them, uh, Lester? You know, um, talking clients, it, it always starts with like, what is uh, what are their goals, right? Um, in terms of user base, um, brand lift, etc. And you know, with the pandemic in place, we really know uh, for a fact that budgets are you know, tight, and we have to make sure that we are spending it to the right users that they want to talk. That is amazing. All right, now I, I want to understand on a personal note. We'll deep dive on you two both. One thing that you guys both did is join Share It in the middle of the pandemic. Walk me through, because again, man, I, I can't imagine, and a lot of people are going through this right now, going through a career shift in the middle of a freaking pandemic. <laughs> How, with, with all this momentum, and again, the stakes are high, what was that like both uh, for, for both of you in making sure that, wow, okay, now I'm in here. And I need to carry on this momentum. What was that experience like? Right. I mean, well, with me, it, it's um, sort of a uh, uh, not so far off from what I've been doing in a sense that I, I have been talking to the same clients, businesses, and all that. It's just a different product, right? And um, with the pandemic hiring, it's actually good. You know, it's a uh, um, uh, it working in a sort of a startup environment is very, very different uh, as opposed to working in a, in a large corporation where you have to meander towards different um, personalities and all that, right? <laughs> and yep. with that, and, and, a, and, a, and a lean startup setup gives you that flexibility, you know, the time to make more sense to the clients and all that. Yep. So it was it was a bit easy, I think, um, you know, which um, shared having even with our office um, having in, uh, in, in our HKB in Singapore, uh, we've been able to navigate through some of the items locally and, you know, just making sure that we talk to each other. That's that amazing. just makes more sense. <laughs> now, in July, for you, you were doing what Lester was doing and now in, within the pandemic as well, you became country director, right? Walk me through that process for you and how how... Again, daunting was the task leading the charge for Share It during the pandemic. So earlier, I told you that before Share It, I was with an AI company dealing with government sectors and uh, banking and fintech. So a lot of uh, things in that space change. Hence, yeah, I have to be able to, you know, be flexible. And uh, during that time, a friend of mine was working at Share It. So it was tough. It was challenging. Like um, uh, 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 offline, I can give you guys specifics, but you know that's how it started for me with share it. But it was yeah. a happy move. Um, it Absolutely. was it was easy to go out there knowing that you have something unique, that you have a unique solution to offer to the market. That's amazing. All right, now let's take our last break, and when we come back, let's now be forward and understand what the team dynamics and what makes share it special and pay it forward to the founders and the startup peeps that listen to the podcast. But let's talk about that more after the break. Hey hustlers, 2021 just breeze past us. And I hope things are better for you during this pandemic because we're almost there. And I think we're pretty close to finally getting over this hump. But the bad news is the whole dynamic of how business is done has completely changed because of this pandemic and you need to invest into new business models to make good investments. Now, for the past couple months, I've been on the lookout recently on what's the best way to buy Ethereum to start investing in this new thing called Axie Infinity where I can play to earn. And I found the best platform to buy and sell Ethereum with the best prices in PDAX. PDAX is a homegrown cryptocurrency exchange licensed and regulated by the BSP that offers the best rates among local cryptocurrency exchanges. Through their user-friendly web exchange and mobile app, Filipinos from all walks of life can trade and purchase crypto anytime, anywhere. And they offer deep liquidity that allows traders of all skill levels to buy and sell crypto at the cheapest prices. So if you want to make your crypto work for you, download the PDAX mobile app on Google Play Store, App Store, or the Huawei App Gallery 
to start trading Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies for as low as just 50 pesos by signing up at podlink.co slash hustlesharepdax or just by clicking the link in the description box of this episode. Hey Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions for liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we're back with Rick. We are still with July and Lester, who now will have told us how amazing Share It would be. And I'm sharing it with you as a listener. Download it now. 
uh, as well. That's amazing. And if you're going to start up, this is a weapon you can do, especially if you're in the app game. But I want to understand, uh, other than tech, what makes a company great is not just its tech, but more importantly, its culture and its theme. What's the culture of Share It like here in the Philippines and also with your peers across the world? What's that like, and how can can you describe to me what what's the dynamics of what makes it Share It such a great company to work for? Uh, I'm I'm proud to say that in the Philippines we have a very happy and dynamic team. We have uh, we maintain an open communication. Like of course we have this uh, titles tag uh, with us, but you know. Um, it's basically just a flat, uh, uh, a flat structure, flat organization. So the basic core values that a company should have, like you know, uh, you know, everybody should be honest and uh, things mm-hmm. like that. Especially uh, in the current setup we're in, nobody can really see what you're doing. I guess in the current team right now, you don't have to worry about those things because you know, uh, the team members are very reliable and very passionate at what they're doing. They want to deliver every day what needs to be delivered. That is amazing. Now, I, I understand okay, that, that yeah, this happy team, productive team, and while you're saying that, Lester kept smiling, and he obviously agrees. But I also want to understand, you know, holding a team accountable relies solely on the metrics that you guys care about. With whatever you can share, okay, let's not get in trouble here, um, what are the metrics you guys care about the most as a company? Whatever you can share. Okay, not, not, not putting it out there. There's like, oh my God, what, what, are, what are these metrics? But is there something that you guys can share out there in the public that, that you guys care about the most as a company uh, to rally the team behind that goal? Well, um, we want to be very transparent, right? I mean, it only makes sense that the main metric is the revenue. So ultimately, we have to drive the revenue to make sure that we do stay afloat and, you know, we'll be able to actually support the business and our brand partners as well. But of course, other than that, we also have to make sure that um, even our partners are, you know, uh, are being um, uh, uh, handled well in a sense that we we want to make sure that these relationships don't just um, rely on the revenues alone, on what they contribute. But ultimately, we want to um, explore the fact the fact on the what's the growth strategy for each of these partners and um, where we can actually um, contribute greatly to these uh, causes, right? And um, that's uh, something that's that's we we have been trying to do for the longest time, and we've actually been trying to setting up sessions, you know, brainstorming sessions with these partners, and um, yeah, making sure that everything in in whatever industry they're in. We have the you know the the voice uh, uh, in terms of what they want to happen, and at the core of it, share it. Uh, we want to make sure that we are part of that journey, that we are able to make sure that um, we are able to complement the, what they uh, the what their goal essentially is. All right, now let's pay forward to our startup founders and the startup peeps that are listening to this who again. Want to come close to the forty million users you guys have. Right, but if you guys have tips over startups that in that you that you've, you've amassed over again um, your whole career and what do you guys do and share it, what do you guys would what would be your advice for people who are currently uh, right in the thick of things in terms of customer acquisition because it's hard again retention is already harder, but let's just start with customer acquisition first. What would be your tips in acquiring new users, Lester? I'll, I'll throw this right back at you. Sure. Um, well, uh, you start with the, the understanding of who your customer is, right? Because without that specific understanding, you wouldn't know exactly what sort of message you want to put across. Like, okay. uh, some of the questions that we usually get from our partners is like, um, what, what, what is the effective message or what is the effective ad units, et cetera, that works well for users? And then I just like go back to them. What, what do you think your user will be, right? Uh-huh. I mean, we're not even considering paid media audience. From your organic base, just alone, mm-hmm. who, who are your users, right? And from yeah. there, craft your story, craft your message, what works best, and that's what we will be putting out to our users as well. Because essentially, 
you've been able to test already, if that works for your organic audience, then that would likely work as well for the different audiences that we can uh, reach for you. That's amazing. J- July, do you have any tips on customer acquisition? In customer acquisition, I think um, be welcoming of new players in the market. Like uh, a lot of companies are very dependent on the usual. Like they always think uh, that it's the best and uh, yep. way of acquiring users. There are platforms such as Shareit, wherein there are, uh, that it offers also unique solutions um, to the market to be able to acquire more users. In our case, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we have devised a way of sharing our 40 million users. I think that's the advice is um, to not stick to just the common platforms because it can get saturated or there may be questions on the, the quality of users that you, will, that you will be getting. So make sure that you're open to platforms. You're continuously exploring the market on the best way and uh, more cost-efficient way of acquiring users. That is amazing. Thank you very much again, July and Lester for such an amazing episode. But Lester, let's start with you. If people want to discover and do partnerships with Share It, where do they go and how do they reach out to you? Well, um, uh, right now, you know, the easiest way is just to reach out to us, the, the, the partnerships team. Um, whether we are usually very active in LinkedIn, but I think it's where most of the businesses are at. And just drop a message and let's have a good chat. There. What type of <laughs> partnerships are you looking at? Just to be very specific, there's just people are like, what partnership is it? Like, uh, uh, whatever. But again, just to provide a little bit more context of what type of partnership we can, you guys do well. If your if your brand is really at the cost of, of that stage where you want to grow or you want to look into expanding user base, um, we're somewhere you know that's something that we can actually look into in helping you uh, in your growth stage. So I mean, at the end of the day, as long as there is an appetite for growth, there's uh, something that we can work on together. That's that's just it. <laughs> All right, and last, definitely, but not the least, July. Invite people over, and what in store also, aside from those amazing features they already did, uh, mentioned for the users to use it. Um, what in store, and where do they go if they want to just share it? I think they can start with downloading the application, and as a marketer, as an advertiser, like uh, what. Lester said you can always reach out to us over LinkedIn that is amazing but before I let you go follow us in whatever podcast app you're listening to whether it's Apple Podcasts Spotify or any type of podcast that you can share via Share It oh, huh? if, you, if you have a podcast app that you want to share share it with your friends through Share It and again if we did say some jargon don't worry it's also going to be in the show notes on hustleshare.com and also if you want to be part of all the other hustlers that listen to this podcast go and join us in our Hustle Share community on Facebook. Again, Lester and July, thank you very much. Thanks, Ron. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much, Ron. All right, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.